This is a Cosmic Octave original podcast. Me and Jake running down the street with a handful of comic books kicking ass and yeah. banging chicks and drinking beer. No, not and me. Smoking I'm not weed. me. I'm married. Oh, yeah, well, I'm married. Jake. Yeah, I do that. Yeah. I'll pay a lot of with Jake and Tyler. Yeah. Are we starting already? Yeah, man. Cool. We're, we're in it. Thanks for the warning. We're neck deep in it. In it to win it. Technically, we're up to our mouths because our microphones are there. So wow. Think about that. What episode is it, Jake? Episode, I'm Tyler. <laughs> yeah, that's that's Jake. I'm Tyler. <laughs> now you're confused. You fuck it up, man. That's Tyler. I'm Tyler. I'm Jake. I'm Jake. <laughs> I had to think about it. I'm Jake. Stop it. The bit's over. You son of a bitch. You never let the bit Why do you go gotta, to its logical- Every time we got something <laughs> planned. Some people enjoy the long cerebral bits. You, you enjoy- The cerebral- <laughs> Do you hear yourself? Uh, that was probably the best. <laughs> Cerebral, <laughs> shut your fucking high horse mouth, you fucking punk. Wow, we're a minute 20 in, and you're already <laughs> throwing f bomb. Fuck. Start over. Uh, <laughs> this is episode 116. Oh. Uh, we're, no, we're rolling with the punches, man. We got to... <laughs> So what was the one we did on Saturday or Sunday? So we did a bonus episode, 115. 0.5? No, just 115. Wow. Give it a whole number, you know. It was a whole episode. Yeah. So the point. It was a whole lot of pain getting through that episode because of the damn RoboCop 3. Woof. And we watched it with ads because I was too lazy to plug in my PlayStation. Here's here's the funniest thing, dude. Uh. So, I don't know. Did we mention this in the podcast that we had to fast forward because it was so bad? Yeah, we But did. every once in a while it would stop mm-hmm. at like a point, at a really good point, and we'd get some of the story. And then we'd be like, we need to watch a little bit, <laughs> see what the context is. Yeah, and then we saw the pimp mobile chase. Oh, my which, God. Which, by the way, uh, I, I, we have been dealing with some audio issues for a couple weeks. Yeah. I, it really <clears throat> was pretty bad last time around. Um, I'm working on it. I think I just got to get a new piece of equipment because I've had this one for like seven years. So I, prob- I probably need to upgrade that. So bear with us. I'm trying to do the best we can with it. And then hopefully in a few weeks we'll have a new piece of bear equipment. Bear with us. Sometimes you got to upgrade. My long box this, weekend is, this week is going to surprise you if we have time for one. If we do. All right. <laughs> Okay. Whoa! Back at you. We had some te- again. We, we were dealing with some technical difficulties. Yeah, the fact that I just cannot exist in this world anymore. <laughs> wow. I'm sorry. I tried to hold it throughout the show. All right. So uh, <laughs> we got an interesting uh, episode ahead. I can't of us. wait to hear that little uh, clip. We got a lot of clips. No, I can't wait to hear that little. No, I was, I I deleted it. Seriously? Yeah, I did. That would have been so funny. One minute I'm crying, and the next minute, what's going on? You? No, I saved that, buddy. I don't care. I, you know what? I'm fucking done. <laughs> <laughs> so, so let's talk about. Uh, I'll paint a lot of topic. Episode one sixteen. We already said that. Okay. Um, whatever. Um, Fine. First thing we're gonna talk about. I want to make a joke here, because first I got a joke. We we're gonna talk about Gen V, but we're only gonna talk about one episode. Because 
Hey, I take partial responsibility. No, time. I had all weekend to watch I, well, all three. Well, we decided last minute we were going to cover it because we didn't know. Like we, to- I just forgot. Just like Loki, I forgot about Sunday it. Sunday night, I really wasn't doing much. This, the actors are still on strike, so they're not promoting anything. So I'm, I'm like, oh shit, Loki's Monday coming night, out. I wasn't doing much. Yeah, I started watching it this morning before work. You were watching the Seahawks decimate the Giants. No, right? I wasn't watching that either. I was making all my picks for my radio show, but no. Yeah. Wow. Okay. But uh, so, and what? I didn't, I never, spec- by the way, last minute, and we decided to do the RoboCop thing instead of watching it, because we talked Which about watching it would have been way together. better watching Gen V. Yeah, we should have watched Gen V. But RoboCop 3 was hot garbage. So, I have seen all three episodes. Mm-hmm. So, I won't spoil the other two for you. I will. Thanks, Dick. I will say so mean. that the teaser at the end isn't setting up the season; it's setting the arc of setting up the arc of the first three episodes. So, um, what teaser? Like an after credits teaser? Yeah, because you know the first at episode? the end of the first episode, there's like a montage of like you know what's coming on the board. No, I didn't watch one. that. Okay, well that kind of like Shit. previews the f- next two episodes. But regardless. Um, but I want to talk, there's a couple specific things I want to talk about, especially because it's really fresh in my mind. I watched like the first 20 minutes before I went to work this morning and then I watched the rest of it before I came out here tonight. And, um, but no, I mean, just as long as I get to talk about a few specific things. But yeah, let's talk about Jenny. I mean, I already made the thumbnail, so now I gotta make a new thumbnail. What are you talking about? You know, the thumbnail for the YouTubes? Yeah. For the, for the, for the internet? I gotta make a new one. Why does the old one say one to three? Yes, you son of a bitch. Uh, but I never specified that there were three episodes, to be honest. And then you were like, "Oh shit!" After the first episode ended, you saw episode two pop up. Okay, so um, I almost thought there was four episodes because it started to say episode four, but then right. it was just like a promo for the well, all, next. Few all episodes. Uh, uh, so so all of your stuff is very true. Um, I did have Sunday and Monday to watch it. I didn't even look at the actual show. I mean. When I went on Prime, it was one of the things up top, promoed. Mm-hmm. You know, they have those little dots. It was one of the things, and I was like, okay, yeah. But I never actually clicked on it to get to the page of the show. Yeah. As soon as I did this morning, that's when I saw, well, there's three episodes there. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. Because I was hoping I'd be able to cram it in. Wow. Um, I will just, like I said, I'll just speak in generalities of the characters of... Where I think they're, go- I'm not gonna say anything. I'll be as vague as possible, just being like, I think you'll enjoy this person's arc uh, or where their character's going. Well, uh, the one, the one thing is, is the writing and acting for the boys and this show so far is awesome. Um, I am really disappointed that Clancy Brown is not going to be around. Yeah, that, and I was interested to see. Uh, Patrick Schwarzenegger and what he could do. Yeah. Because that's Arnold's son. I mean, we did get to see his wang, sort of. Golden boy. Golden boy. I love you. You're on cut. But he definitely looks like Arnold. Like, if you looked at him, like, oh, yeah. You know, uh, that's the thing. It's like Wyatt Russell. I don't think I realized that until you said it just now. I think I saw it it before I started watching the first episode, but then before he really became a part of the episode, I had to go to work. This isn't spoiling anything. No. He was cast in a lead role, so he shows up in flashbacks. I'm sure. 
with like well there's the woods issue and what the fuck sol- is going on there well they're so, solving yeah. a conspiracy so he's sure. gonna be in like recordings and shit and yeah. flashbacks because yeah. these characters knew him before so one of the things I wanted to talk about um just there's, there's a lot of there's a lot of people out there a lot of a lot of males uh on <clears throat> online Twitter YouTube what have you who just continually fight against this what it's really like to be a woman uh when when they have those like reddits or whatever or something comes out you know what i mean and there's like a, th- a giant thread and just every you know i mean just it's just a, like a thousand like replies like immediately cuz like it's just it's a thing like you know what do you how do you avoid you know being alone you know whatever and like you know okay well i have my keys like this and you know well i have you know the all that stuff, right? And it's it's all true. <coughs> but there's a lot of these right wing shitheads who like to, you know, say that's not that's not real, da da da, whatever. They they just they're they're anti feminists, they're anti whatever. And there's a moment where uh what is it, Little Cricket? Little Cricket? Emma? The blonde. Yeah, uh yeah, I don't I don't remember her superhero name, but yeah, it's Emma. Emma. So there's a moment where like the the dude that she just met who's like hottie you know i mean obviously and, and this this is a universal thing for men and women like when you first meet somebody that you're really attracted to like you kind of find yourself maybe you know like if that other person asks you to do something like you're like well i i, I maybe wouldn't but since you're you know what i mean Mm-hmm. And there's a moment where he's asking her about like getting small and hanging off his dick and all this shit, right? Now we know why she's like reacting the way she is because she's got to vomit, which is fucked up. Yeah, which though this is how we find out, right? That she has to vomit right. to shrink, which is fucked. But it's a universal thing that I mean, I think everybody like I don't think that was her first time the character. I don't think, um, I don't know, but I think uh, universally. The, everybody's had those moments where you're with somebody you're really attracted to, and you're like, uh, "Okay, I mean, I don't really want Honest, to." But I will. Honestly, there's a reason I really, really love what they're doing with the boys because, and it sucks because it's working. So you're still seeing copycats of it. It's like we never learn these things. Cause it's like uh, it was the because we've had evil Superman before, but that was like Homelander was making it much bigger. With Amazon, you know, because Amazon pumps so much money into this show and continues to pump money. Like, this is one of their tentpole franchises because the fact that they're spinning it off, and I gotta say, looks pretty good. Like, it doesn't look bad. Uh, at I, least I that, fir- no, like that first episode when Golden no Boy issues. rips that dude, rip those dudes' arms off, and then they put them back on, and it, it looked it looked cool. I had no issues with any of the special effects in this episode at all. Yeah, and I I think. That again goes to the testament of the show. I mean, last season they made a fucking eleven foot dick for that guy to walk in. Like, well, she had to have been hanging on some sort of giant. Well, during that, well, sequence. probably was just like, yeah. They, I feel Which, like they, by the way, I'm I'm glad that it became. I, I'm glad that it turned out to be a lot more comical. Yeah, they played uh, it rather for than last. traumatic. Yeah. Um, you know whatever. Which but, you know what? Is I was thank you for bringing that up. Yeah. Another reason I love this because. This show is still a satire and a social commentary. Yeah. And it's saying something about the genre. But it's not as mean-spirited and nasty as the comic book. Hmm. So in the comic book... I, Was there a Gen V comic book? This is... There, 
I don't know if they were called Gen V. They might have been called something else. I don't. I stopped reading after like the third volume of the book. I just couldn't do it. I'm like, like at some point, I'm like, yeah, there's some funny bits, but it's just like it's old hat. It's just old. It's just, just edge lordy shit. It just keeps going. Yeah, there's some like. There's got to be an end. There's got to be a, a. There's got to be a spooge. There's nothing. What I've always appreciated about it, the show is it's they, when they've ever done sex like this, it's usually done for laughs or shock value. Yeah, it's never anything like a sexual assault, which is in the the boys comic book yes and it's like moments like that where it could have been traumatic and it probably was in the book i don't know i don't care to read it i only care to watch the shows i like the shows yeah it could have probably been traumatic but yeah they play it for laughs so you you are like okay it's not her favorite thing to do but she's still getting enjoyment out of it and yeah i mean well well, yes yes and no i mean what what she's doing is she she likes him so much she's willing to do something she doesn't want to do right to make sure that yeah there's 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 i just i just don't think these these right-wing assholes like have any idea what it's like and i don't either what it's like to be a young woman but yeah i mean when you're just kind of trying to figure stuff out i imagine you know, I'm sure uh, when I was with my first girlfriend or two, if if they would have said something that I maybe wasn't into doing, that I probably would have, to because you know I liked them or whatever. And from just talking to girlfriends over the years and stuff, <clears throat> there's times that you know they've like, well, I didn't really, you know, I liked the guy, so I you know, gave him a blowjob. I didn't really want to, but you know, whatever. Yeah, yeah. And and I I just I I think that a lot of these right wing guys like just don't really understand like what it's like to be a young teenager and like trying to figure this shit out and this show is really really good at showing oh it, it so many traumatic it, like young person you know moments that happen to you gets, in your youth it gets better the next two episodes yeah. i think the uh, the third episode because it's funny because you can always tell like okay we're going to release these first three episodes at once so we have to have oh, i'm gonna watch them when i get home it's it was like watching old like DC cartoons or Marvel cartoons it's like we're going to start this show on a three episode arc and then that will lead into this grander scale grander scheme and it's just it's done so well it's funny it's dark it's sad I like that Jordan turned out to be like a hero of sorts you know in the first episode yeah oh Jordan's arc's great too Um, it's didn't she get killed he they there's there's actually a really good. I bet you the right wing dudes are fucking loving the fucking character. Oh yeah, dude, I I guarantee you. Oh my god. No, they won't touch Can't, it. You know why? Because they fuck. They they didn't cover it after. Uh, this it was the second season where that dude was like a Reddit guy who just shot some foreign store owner on the show. You oh, on, he was the boys. Yeah, he was being like radicalized by Stormfront and yeah, yeah, and, yeah, uh, yeah. Homelander. Like ever since then, they didn't want to fucking talk about it or cover it. They did the same thing with Peacemaker. When Peacemaker started doing the shit with white supremacists and stuff, they're like, "Oh, it's fucking bullshit, uh, woke fucking Hollywood." Like they, so I imagine they're gonna be like, "Oh my god, there's a trans character." So they're we not want to watch this. This is stupid, right? So not it doesn't only, make money for them to hate on, right? This. Are they? Are, so not only are they liars and cheats, but they're also fucking cowards too. Well, they watch it in secret. Have no spines. I bet you they love it. Right. That's why they're called grifters. 
while somebody's pegging him. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> uh, I again, I I like. By the way, let's. I liked Patrick uh, uh, Schwarzenegger. He plays Luke, a golden boy. His I liked his. It, it's frustrating that he only gets like that chunk. That chunk in that first episode. I would have liked a little bit more. And again, I'm sure we'll get more flashbacks and like. You know they're gonna keep him involved in the story. I think because he's one of the leads, so I know he's gonna still be involved while they're patching this stuff together. This big mystery. Um, it's, it's it was a really good uh, surprise. I I really did enjoy the first three episodes. I think the first episode's great on its own. I watched that one separately, so I watched the first so episode and then watched the next Obviously. two on Monday. And That's, so I'm gonna do the same thing because I'm gonna watch the next two tonight. Yeah, it's good. It's good stuff. I um. Yeah, I mean, Can we talk? yeah. Oh, sorry. Go, well, well, I was just, I was just saying that, like, I mean, I we kind of knew about it. Um, we we have talked about it at various times, off the air, on the air, whatever. But at no point was I like, I, I really wasn't like, oh, cool, I can't wait, you know, whatever. And I don't know why I wasn't because, dude, the boys has been. You know what it made me want to do is go rewatch the fucking boys, like from the beginning. Yeah, honestly. I really like, but it's three fucking seasons. Isn't season four coming out? Uh, yeah, I don't know when because it kind of got delayed with. Maybe the I should do. Maybe should start doing it now. And then Loki's coming out on Thursday, which we'll talk about. Um. But yeah, I I, I think in general it's just. I don't know why I'm I, I wasn't like yeah fuck yeah Let's maybe it's it. been so long since I oh, saw the been, end of the boys yeah, maybe. And I, also, I, the boys ended on a really fucking like, Ew. yeah, it's terrifying, right? It's good. I love it. Yikes. I love that show so much. And you know, I don't think, and this is again an example that if you do something new and fresh and tell good stories, mm. people will still enjoy it. Like I love superheroes, and I love how much this this attacks it because skewers it. It doesn't come from a level of hate like the books do, like I was saying earlier. Yeah. These guys are telling the story in a way of being like, we still love this material. Like, dude, the fucking Homelander, Soldier Boy, Butcher fight was awesome that last season. Like, they Fuck still yeah. have really good action sequences. Like, they still love that genre. And it's like, it's really cool to see them kind of poke fun at it. And it's so, I always think we should poke fun at things. We take well, shit way too seriously. You, you, you think, I mean,. If you if you don't think that the guys who may who make the boys in Gen V, if you don't think that they go out to their comic book store once a week and get their Spider Mans and Batmans and, and whatever what, X Men yeah. whatever, if you don't think they do that, then you're then you're high because it it shows through, which is why Garth, in the material, which is why Garth Ennis' book is uh, is it Garth Ennis? Garth Ennis and uh, Derek Robertson. Derek Robertson's a phenomenal artist. I remember he when he started at Marvel. If you, you should read way uh, back in the day. You should read it, Trans uh, Transmetropolitan, because he yeah, does the me. art for it, yeah. and it's written by Warren Ellis, who's the better writer. Anyway, <laughs> um, no, Robertson's I, style is like over the top, but it's like not. It's it's such a great style. It's the like way he hyper draws. stylized, but yes. realistic. Yes, it's weird. Um, it's awesome. I love the way he draws. Like when when guys are like shouting, the he really does a. Fucking pissed, like a really good pissed off. Face. Yeah, like I can just, uh, you know, just. The, I want to be clear. I don't. I don't think Garth Ennis is a bad writer. No. I just don't like his work. I love the Punisher shit that he. Bad. The Punisher shit that bad. he did. No, his Punisher works great. Oh right. Oh, I'm not saying it's bad. Like With the Russian and 
I <sighs> look. I clearly found something I liked in those books because I read at least three trades before mm. I kind of was like, ah, it's not working. Well, right. For me I mean, yeah. Again, it's some. Is this still going on? No, it ended. I think it ended. Okay. Like right before the show. Well, Something and the like other that. the other thing too is like you know, I, I I don't really care to read the comics or Walking. The show Dead. is good enough for me. Right. Well, the Walking Dead first couple seasons. I, dude, those first honestly, I I really really liked the Walking Dead first like hundred issues. I really enjoyed, but I kind of fell off after like issue one hundred. Well, how and long I never did got the fucking go? You know, I think, you know I think I mean? he got to like two seventy three or something. Right, like but that. enough. How right? many how many zombie comics can you make? You know, how long can you just because you are selling a lot of them doesn't mean you have to keep going. Well, that's why I fell off the show. That's why, that's like, why I'm not watching Dead City or fucking Daryl Dixon or whatever fucking right. spin off. What, what was the uh, fear of fear, of fear the, walking? the Walking Dead and fucking? Oh, hey, Maggie. <laughs> I bashed your husband's skull in in front of you, but we're teaming up in this spin off. Like what the fuck? I'm sorry, man. If someone bashed at, uh, my wife's, I'm not gonna say her name because it sounds bad. If someone had, like did if, that, if somebody did that did to my, you, my, me, let's or, let's make it even no. less personal. If somebody did that to you, my significant other, yes. If it's you, a person, right? Watch your significant other get brutally murdered. Yeah, and you wouldn't like, I gotta team, team up. up with this guy. You would kill them. No, I would never team up with that person. No, we need to do it to survive. Hell no, I'm taking you with me, motherfucker. To that point, I can't believe it took me to, this long. To that point, I think this is why it, this is a good example of a good spinoff versus that where it's nothing. I never watched that show, so I can't properly critique it. But it's like I don't really care because I'm already. Get, why would I want this side story of a zombie story that I'm already getting? Whereas Gen V, it's like, oh, we're going to show you a college setting. These are younger heroes. They're trying to figure things out. Um. Which is which is something they did in the book. They had like a Teen Titans. It was like <laughs> what was it Teenage Kicks or something like that. And Huey punches a hole through one of their chests on accident. Who does? Huey. Oh, Huey. <laughs> Lewis in the news. Mm-hmm. Why don't they ever get on to this? You know. You know. Be, you feel like they can get a song on there. Where are we going with this, huh? (laughs) Uh, No, how did the episode end? The fact that they call... This is what makes me laugh about the writing. The fact that they constantly talk about Golden Boy's dick being out. Yeah. When he flames up. And then they have a close-up of someone punching his flamed dick in slow-mo. Which is just hilarious. My uh, my favorite thing was how... like, What was her name? Shetty? Indira Shetty? She shows up in like the video's... Uh, oh, in the she, background, she's the uh, the head of the school, the dean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I loved like I, I just I really liked how they continued with the theme of like these fucking nonsense fucking buzzwords that make no sense to anybody. I mean, they do if put in the right context, but it's also like shut up and speak, like communicate. Don't well, don't buzzword me. You know, I think it's interesting because I think it's kind of tackling a few. What is it like a superhero difference maker or something yeah. like that, or superpowered difference? Yeah, influence whatever. Another reason I like it is because I, you know, the more I'm talking about it, and this is just in the first episode. Yeah, you you get you get that feeling of they're touching on so many things. They're talking about the way that 
people manipulate college athletes and college sports and like yeah. make a ranking of these kids and say like these kids are better than these kids and putting them in an arena where they have to fight each other and it's like it's like a little on the nose with the gladiator bit but it's like it's so it's funny that they're attacking that and then with um Jordan the non-binary character mm. that gets dealt with in in a, a, a interesting way and like it's it's showing a way to tell an interesting story with a non-binary character and make them an important character to the story and not give some fucking losers to be like, well, they're just putting it in there for, for the LGBTQ agenda. And like, it actually is an impactful story and, and their story is interesting and they've done such a really good job. And, and I, again, I'm going to speak in generalities for the rest of it for the next two episodes, but like, yeah, you dick, <laughs> this is a show that understands its characters yeah, and knows what it's trying to do with its characters. Well, the acting is great. I mean, I, I so we haven't even touched on the biggest, most shocking thing in the episode, and that's the beginning. So we go back in time. We see A-Train getting drafted like the NFL draft. Like he had a jersey. He's the first black, yeah, first a black, black person. First uh, black soup on the yep. team. In the, yep, team and um, uh, what's your name? I have it pulled up. Hold on. Um, the main actress. I can't think of her name. Marie, that's the character's name. There we go. Uh, Jazz Sinclair, she she's great in this. Yeah. And the who's the younger girl? Oh, I gotta click it even more. Th- or Marie or Moreau? Yeah, Marie Mar- Moreau. Yeah, Marie she's the main Mar- character. Yeah, no, she's so, great. Like how they tell that story of Ugh. her having her period, Ugh. and then because of her not understanding her powers and first realize, like, dude, that's so. Crazy. And then her sister's like, I mean, look. They're laying it on. Okay. I would say the same thing if I saw my brother. If that happened, I wouldn't understand it. I I don't know. Yeah. I, but I mean, it's the the biggest. The tragedy is compounded by the by the additional tragedy of her losing her sister to a misunderstanding. Like if her sister could see inside of her head, yeah, and see what just happened in, the, in, in the previous yeah, thirty seconds. She would be like, hey, come here. Let me hold you. I'm so sorry. Like, you know, I, mom and dad are dead. Like, that sucks. Like, you yeah. know, but I, I'm, but we're here and I need you to calm down, you know, or whatever. I don't know, man. But I mean, that's a perfect world. Even if she knew that, though, would she still forgive her? You know what I mean? Like, it's, yeah. I mean, yeah, it was an accident, but you still killed our parents. Yeah. And that, that, like, shook me, man. I was like, damn. I wonder if she was telling, because she kept lying about her origins uh, to everybody that she met about her parents and stuff. I, I wonder if she, when she told Golden Boy that she had, that they had given her whatever when she was a baby, that serum. Uh, yeah. The if that was the truth or not. V. Yeah. Because if they did, kind of on them. Yeah. Sorry. You, you wouldn't give a baby superpowers. So, hey, sis, leave her alone. Be nice to your sister. Be nice to Marie. Just because she brutally oh, but she's murdered great. I, l- I like her arc that she goes on, and like that first episode is so crazy. And then to go from that and then to present day of her like actually learning, starting to learn how to control it, but then um, they talk about it in the first episode. There's a really good scene between her and Emma, and I don't want to spoil it for you. I think it's in the next episode, but... 
you get more in de- yeah it's in the next episode i'm gonna explain yeah they haven't had many too many heart to hearts yeah. in the first episode i mean it was they the clearly episode... bonded right away but so so i wonder how she gets big again i don't know they've never touched on that <laughs> they haven't yet yeah. because she goes away i'm sure that and honestly, then she comes back and she's big I'm sure they're going to touch on it in, in episode four. I feel like they're going to touch on it in episode four. That's a prediction. Sure. Her, well, she's starring in the thumbnail for episode three. Yeah, she's big old picture. She's of, a big part of it. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, I thought she was a really great to, actress to, too. To ra- but to go from that and then to have her big her- heroic moment in that first episode, uh, where Andre's fucking around with his powers because he's got like Magneto powers. And he makes a little swan out of a Some quarter. Some douchebag cuts him or bumps him. Some dude him hits him and he sticks a woman in his fucking <laughs> the neck jugular. open. Jesus. And she was able to save her with her blood powers, yeah. which is like with her. And it was a good juxtaposition of that scene and hearing because even in that club in that bar, she's talking about she's thinking flashbacks to her mom. The flashbacks happen when the girl's bleeding out. Like it's. Just so well done, and the, uh, I can't wait for more episodes. Yeah, and Tyler needs to catch up. Like a little, fuck you. Whoa, right. you were just about to call me a little bitch. You know, actually, you know what I was gonna call you? What you really are, dude. Oh, it's not connected. Is this turned? Oh, is this turned up? The joke's dead. Or you're a casserole. I'm not a casserole. You know what? I'm what? I'm I feel I feel pretty sure that I'm not a casserole. I'm yeah. like you're a casserole, right? Fucking casserole! Whoa! Whoa! Come on! What? Come on! Sounds better. Come on! Come on! Come on, Dylan! Dylan! Do you have the Co- right. Do you have the Cohagen one on there? Oh, you know I do, dude. Come on, it's me you're talking to. Come on, Cohagen! You got what you want. Give this people. Oh shit. wow! Come on, Cohagen! You got you? what you want. Give this people air. Awesome. All right. Get your ass to Moss. All right. I fucking love you, Arnold. Wow. I do. I love him. <laughs> I fucking love him. Big part of my childhood. You know what, Arnold? I'll eat your ass. Wow. On record. <laughs> wow. Uh, so let's talk about um the Ripperverse. <laughs> Fuck! I was having a good time. Oh no, you're gonna have fun because okay. this is a silly time. No, no, I know. I'm. I know. I'm gonna have a good time because I'm spending time with you, spending my best time friends. With you, best friends, uh, doing a podcast. Me. No, so, but I also because <laughs> the face I made of you keep going. Whoa! I was shocked. Whoa. Finish your thought. I don't have a thought. You. S- <laughs> You know who you sound Rep- like right now? Rep- you know what I'm saying to you? Ew, <laughs> fuck you! Right there. All right, uh, so the Ripperverse. <laughs> Remember a few weeks, like, yep. might have been a month or so ago. Okay. Uh, maybe two months ago, we talked about um, Eric Shalaya possibly getting sued for the ISOM copyright. Well, it was tied to uh, these guys, Dick Masterson. Right. And I was actually listening to that episode, uh, 110. That's the one that I was talking to you yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. Him and Vito... Uh, it's an incredibly convoluted, stupid yes. thing. Because Dick but Masterson started... This has been going on since, like, May. Wow. Yeah. But it's funny because uh, it couldn't happen to a nicer guy. It's just all silly. So, I will say this. I want to get this out front. What I'm about to tell you, I think people unanimously... Cannot leave this room. 
<laughs> exactly. This episode cannot be published. Um, this episode will self So what happens is the producer of Dick Masterson's show named Riley had made like a logo called Clipiverse. And the joke was it's called the Clipiverse because he was going to shave Eric July's arm hair or his shave his shoulders because he's a very hairy man. Dumb joke. Dumb gag. Uh, so he keeps, you know, he's him and Dick Masters and Vito and Eric July have been feuding and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And Eric July's big thing is always be like, you know what, man? Pull up. He's, he's like, these fucking keyboard warriors would never pull up on me and, you know, whatever. And he's probably right for the most part. Um, I'm not going to pull up on them, man, because I don't believe in fighting I don't really people. pull up on anybody. Yeah, yeah, why would I pull up on anyone? But, you know, he was talking about, and he'll, we'll play a clip of this later. He was explaining of like, well, I'm talking about like if we're at a con or something in public, we just chop it up and talk or whatever. And I'm like, okay. Are you sure? Sure. Because he gets pull up and he keeps saying, like, when you say pull up on someone, that usually means you're trying to fight them in some way. So... This dude was like, and I don't know the lore behind this, but there's something with bunny emojis. I don't fucking know. That's a way of trolling Eric. Dickheads being dickheads. I'm, just, I'm also covering this because I want to show you like why the internet is such a dumb place sometimes. It is a dumb place for everybody. And also, I want to be very clear. Yeah. Everybody involved in this story, I don't really care for or I like at all. <laughs> so I'm like, go ahead and fight each other. Go ahead and fight each shit. other, you shitheads. You um, shitheads. So, so... Um, this guy, Riley, he shows up to the store, like the actual storefront, or not storefront, excuse me, the warehouse for the Ripperverse comics. Doesn't go inside or anything. He's just in front of the door, and like I've seen the pictures. It's clearly in a publicly accessible parking lot. Mm-hmm. And he says, what now, Eric? Pulled up, and it was him like holding, like putting $20 bills. Like, you can't ignore my super chats now, like joking, like, he won't talk to him because whatever. Puts the money on the door, <laughs> takes a couple videos, takes a couple pictures, and leaves. Excuse me. Not even like really vandalism or anything like that. It was just a stupid internet gag. And this led to a whole thing with Eric July being like, this is fucking too far. This is borderline stalking. Um, this is a private property. And this this whole, you know, this isn't even listed. Like, you can't use Google Maps, apparently, for it. What? There's a whole thing. No, I'm saying, like... But the but here's the thing. So he says all this stuff, and then there's this guy named Nick Rikita who does this sh- YouTube channel called... I'm getting to this. No, I'm no, getting no. to it. I'm I'm shaking my head at what a, what a fucking baby Eric July is. Jesus this Christ. This is what I love about the Griff you Report. You can't do Tyler, that. Tyler, this is what I love about the Griff Report sometimes. Yeah. Because I can just pull you down this weird rabbit hole with me and be like, what the fuck is going on? Why are you making the butthole symbol? Like this. You just squeeze like a butthole. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so anyway. <laughs> I can barely see in there. <laughs> what are we talking about? I don't know. Buttholes. So anyway, yeah, right. it goes back and forth, yeah, and like yeah. you know, Eric's being like, "This isn't a public uh, public place. It's private. It's not even listed. You can't get here." Without... Does it say something on the door? We'll get to that. Okay. Uh, so anyway, Nick Rikita for Rikita Law on YouTube. I don't know if he's an actual lawyer or not. He seems to know things. Sure, sure, sure. Why not? You know, whatever. Hey, I, again. I, I have a full head of hair. I dude who I've watched a few videos of, and I'm like, I don't like him. <laughs> Not for me. Don't like him. 
He he just I feel. But like he, he might know the law, so he slings slurs around, and it's like oof. Wow. Man, yeah. 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 Anyway, uh, not a fan. But I did find this whole interaction with him and Eric July very funny. So Nick is doing his live stream, and Eric July's in the chat, talking to him in the chat. So he's like begging to come on uh, Rikita Law's show, like on his YouTube stream, because he had talked about it the other day, being like, hey, to be fair to Eric, like, would he be that mad if his fans went and put taped $20 beer, uh, bills with t- bunny ears on the Marvel or DC headquarters, he probably would applaud it. Or, you know, like, to be fair. And he probably would. Um, right. I don't know. I can't speak for the man. Darn. But um, anyway, he goes on the stream. Eric July finally comes on the stream, and they get to talking about property. And Eric July explains why it's private property, and... <laughs> I can't fucking wait. Yeah, here we go. I know, but this this is so confusing because you're saying there's gates on either uh, side, yes. But then you're saying that he drove through another side and got yes. So look at it like three sides because there's nothing but fencing on the other on 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 one side, right? So you have a fence. Look at it like this, like you got a fence, right? And then Mm -hmm. on opposite sides of that of that fence, right, is is our is our building, right? You can get out, so get on the street, do whatever you need to do. There are two sides. If you went left or if you went right, there are gates on both sides. There is only one way if you're not entering through that gate to get in to where our building is. Not everybody right. else's building to get into where our building b- building is. There's only one way to get in, not using those two gates. So there's a way to it's get like in without using like the team. gate. Correct. OK, but yeah, like you see the issue right. there, right? That there yeah. is a publicly accessible way in without a gate. Issue as far as what? <laughs> I mean. <laughs> um. <laughs> Okay, so you can have, if you have three entrances. And what's so funny about this is Nick Rikita likes Eric July and, and like, doesn't want to well, do Well, that's why he continues to just, talk to him instead of just shutting him down like, you're a fucking idiot. Exactly. And that's what makes it so funny because he's trying to help him. Yeah, and Eric right. July is too stupid to realize that this guy's trying to help they him. They should have talked about this before. And he, dude, there's a, and I'll have a clip I, of it. I, he says, talk to your lawyers. Do not talk to me. Mm. Like, he's. Trying to get him to stop. Entrances in two gates, and one mm-hmm. of them is just an ungated entrance to a public road. That's not fenced in. That's not gated. Not from that side. It's not. No. That doesn't make it private. <laughs> you have to put a gate on that side. <sighs> you have to surround it. <laughs> what does he not understand? So what he's saying is that there's three entrances to his property, but only one of them has no gate. Yes. Which would not then make it's it private. not private then. Because he explains, I think he explains in this next clip, but... Nick, hey, when you put Nick, up a fence in your backyard, now I know you put like a, a gate that you can open and close, but you actually put a gate there. You didn't just leave a hole in the fence, did you? I think Nick brings it up in this clip, and if he doesn't, I'll talk about it. But he pretty much says, like, you don't need a reason to... To, to park in a parking lot that's publicly accessible. Yes. You could just park your car. Yes. There's, it's it. It's, pu- it's a public parking spot. The only gotcha. argument that we're making when we're talking about public versus private is that it's not a storefront. There's no uh, reason for anybody to be over there. We don't have that as our public address. There's no reason for anybody to be there. That's the only position it is that we have on that. So um, when you say there's no reason to be there, I- I'm mm-hmm. just curious, like, and don't take this the wrong way because I'm trying to understand. What's the relevance of that? 
the relevance of that because there was no reason for him to be there. Right, but like, other than do you need a reason to be somewhere in the U.S.? Say what? Do you need a reason to be somewhere in the United States? As far as what? I don't know. Well, I mean, the like guy I, went there. All right, so I the sat only- in a parking lot the other day. I didn't have a reason. I just needed a place. Right. To park. Okay. Okay. I know well, he's there. I know he's there to visit well, your business. Well, that's in the a, only point it is that I make. This is what I mean. He doesn't realize how stupid he sounds. He thinks he's smart. Well, because he he has because a, he's, he's he's for so long now he's just been like double down, double down, and double people down. Rewarded him for it. Right. He made all that money with, with he made shitloads. He's not going to change now. He can't fans. evolve now. Yeah. Fucking idiot. And I want to be clear. I <sighs> No, I think he's an idiot. I yeah. be honest. No, no, yeah. Why? A, a a psychopath showed up and there was he was not invited there. That's the point it is that I'm making. Is Riley I mean Riley's yeah. dumb, but is he a psychopath? Uh yeah, something like it. I like to I like to think. He's a crazy son of a bitch for sure. Are you scared of Riley? I'm just gonna say I don't. I think there might be an arsenal in here. I don't. I don't know if I edited it out. No. So that's the important thing. He asked, "Were you afraid of Riley?" He said, "No." Also worth noting that multiple people related to uh, Eric July, like Yellow Flash, two I think is his YouTube, Yellow Flash on uh, Twitter, was talking about like, "Hey man, you pull up in Texas like that, you're gonna get shot," and. <laughs> Nick Rikita released a video later explaining if you are online or you have people engaging online that are your fans or, you know, you are talking about, you know, you pull up on something like that on Texas, you'll get shot. Without thinking that person's a threat, you're in trouble legally because that's the number one thing is they have to, you have to be in fear for your life. Right. Now, that doesn't change the fact that uh, a lot of white people get off. Using that yeah. defense. Hey, I look. I because our justice system is fucking broken. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't change the fact that I it think is... in general. I think in general, Americans are too I'm... fucking trigger happy. Okay. Oh fuck yeah, dude. Uh, I, I I don't know, but I think Colorado is a stand your ground state. Um, or is it Texas? There, well, he's in Texas. And oh okay, I, and but I'm pretty sure it's stand your ground. Are you st- kidding me? It's text. A stand your ground state means you can pretty much if you walk onto my property, it doesn't matter if I think you're a threat or not. I can shoot you. Pretty much. And I think Colorado is too. Yeah. Anyway, moving on. Uh, so this was a long stream. This was like two hours. And why? Why? Why do you need? The, why do you need a reason to shoot anybody coming onto your property? Just curious. It's, it's a little ridiculous, right? What are they gonna do? Steal some shit? Oh, fuck big your deal. lawn! Fuck your driveway! But is it okay to take someone's life for some? Problem? No! Fuck you! Stand! Fuck! Shove your standard ground you up your say, hey, ass! Hey, you know what? I have no problem with you telling him to leave. Unless you have a gun pointed at me, then I think it's a fantastic law, and I would never do anything to denigrate yes, it at pl- all. Please don't shoot me. Yes, please don't. Would you not point that at me? If you don't Sir, have the safety on, uh, so moving listen, on. Listen, mostly on. you should not have your finger <laughs> on the trigger unless you're about to fire. Can you move? Oh, now I'm dead. That's how it happens. I try to tell you to move on. Listen, I saw on movies all uh, the time that so we, you know. This next bit of the live stream, again, this was like two hours, so I found some clips. Thank God we don't have to listen to all of it. You did, though, didn't you? I listened to too much of it. Thanks, um, buddy. Thank, hey. So there was also a charity promotion. This is to help us. Yeah, to help you. Take to these fuckers down. So there was a charity promotion that uh, Eric July was doing that he was like selling the book at a disc uh, item number one at like seventeen fifty or something like that. A discount still price too much to go to the company, right? So there's a whole thing where he was 
he was talking about it and people were trying to accuse him like, hey, man, these numbers don't seem to add up. I think he's committing charity fraud. And I don't know if he is or he isn't, but the most. Would you put it past him? The 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 most <laughs> the the most funny thing again. Nick Rikita was his friend. He's trying to help him, and he's trying to get him to not talk about this shit. But still, they have to talk about the charity shit. Which is funny because um, what Eric July clearly doesn't know is that the lawyers who are prosecuting him for this or whatever. So I'm here in Van Meter, Iowa, at the Van Meter Visitor Festival. Visitor. Excuse me. Sorry. Jesus, what the fuck was? Um, I told you we're having technical difficulties. The, the best part, he doesn't understand that all the stuff that he says online um, can be used in his court case. Yeah. Against so him. So anyway, here we go. Here's the charity fraud. That's why Nick is like, shut up. Charity fraud part of the uh, episode. Yeah, again, this is amazing. I love it. Yes. We, the 17 I, that we, the 17 that we, 17 that we charged. And by the way, it was not just $17. And I wish you would, people would say that. That was not the average cost of the book. What was the average cost? The average cost, uh, the average, the average cost, I think, came out to some closer to like thirteen or so dollars because we offered it in bunch. And in this moment, Nick is like, like reacting, like, wait a minute, what did you just say? Because he said the cost was about thirteen something, which he's saying this because he's like, you need to be exact. You can't roughly estimate numbers no, with charity. Let us, let us just, yeah. So the more money it is that they got. I don't know. Is there, is there something that was confusing right there, Nick? He dropped his head. I didn't want to ask you these questions, man. Did you solicit a book, a charitable donation for a book for $17 and the actual cost was $13? That's not what it is that I said. I'm saying that that's the That's what you said. No, 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 Not $17. And in that moment, it's like, dude, stop. Again, Nick is trying to help him. He's yes, like, stop. He's trying to shut the hell up because all of this is being recorded dude, by the I, people who are trying to is, yeah. fuck you up. People are going to clip this. It's trying on to the bring internet. You, yes. You idiot. So and then, it's forever, too. Remember, this is a follow up to the preamble. Here we are wrapping this segment up. Ugh. Remember the copyright claim? ISIM. Copyright claim with the International uh, right. Schools of uh, School of Ministry. Mm-hmm. He said that Vito and Dick Masterson. Sure, sure, sure. Right. Nick asks him about it. I know, but this this is so confusing because now you're saying there's gates on either side. Oh, shit, yeah. I loaded the wrong uh, wrong one. So, no. Prior to him tweeting N- that, no, no, no. You didn't say that he and Vito were behind that. No. I think your timeline might be off on that one, brother. No, I think your timeline might be off on that one because if you Very watch well my video, be. I never make a cl- all. I, all I say, all I, all I, all I did was connect that specific email to them, the person prior, that emailed to them. Correct. Right. So prior to prior, him prior. tweeting the the people, correct, right? Correct. Yeah. Okay. So my timeline's not off. <laughs> so yeah, he lied. He lied about Vito and Dick Masterson being behind it. That he and he basically. Outed himself. Yeah. Again, on his, his show in an interview with someone that likes him and is like multiple times said, you need to talk to your lawyers. Stop talking to me. Like he just, he's like, no, man, throw it out there. Lay it out there. And he's like, dude. That's not how the law works, no. you idiot. It's not a cage match. You stupid alpha fuck. This is what happens. God. This is what happens. Yeah. 
when you're in this you're in this echo chamber yes men stuff you know what i mean like you get and, outside you know, people, of it people into can, the real world people accuse us on this show of being in a fucking echo chamber or something like that i'm like that's bullshit i talked to a lot of diverse people of different backgrounds we also have real jobs <laughs> we're not fucking you know making a mediocre comic book and bitching about not everybody liking me on the internet right and then saying, like, I don't care if they don't like me. I'm like, I don't know. You seem to be fucking thinking you can compete with Marvel and DC. Again, made a lot more money doing this than I probably ever would doing probably, something creative. Yeah. Sure, whatever. But we, it's a, <laughs> we can't afford to be in an echo chamber or act like it because we have, real, we have real jobs. We have mortgage. We, we, we have shit that we need to, like, take care of. A, we can't just say... Uh, Scratch that. Like I, we we say that's, I, yeah, I say whatever true, I want. There's, there's YouTubers that like that are good, genuine people. That sure, you are making a living. I don't want to disparage that. No, no, no. We're talking about the guys who do genuinely like live in that yes men. You know, like oh yeah, like the rip of right. gold. But we can't afford to act like that because we're in the real world every day. This is like this is three or four hours out of our week. Every yeah. week for these guys, it's twenty four fucking seven, dude. It's really. Sloppy. And to be really honest, that's how you get to that level. And we've talked about this off the air. You you kind of have to make content twenty four seven to oh, yeah. get to a point where people are watching you all the time. And guess what? Well, if you want, like live if you want shit. to, if you want people to watch you all the time, you kind of have to give them something to watch. So by that logic, let's do the math. If you want people to watch you all the time, which means you have to do content all the time, then you're always going to be online. And then you're just going to forget what being in the real world is like, yeah. which is when somebody's like, hey, man, stop, because they're always online. Yeah. I don't even know if Eric has taken a shit without <laughs> live streaming it. Like, you know, he probably doesn't yeah. even do that. Oh, and uh, the reason, remember when I showed you that th random thumbnail of he had with like Isom and Alan Moore? Mm-hmm. Um, the reason he posts, uh, the reason it was that, because it was the, I think it was the thumbnail of his last video. Because Alan Moore said he wanted all of his residuals from DC, like Watchmen and things, to go to Black Lives Matter, mm. and he's like, "Oh, he's going to a, a I don't think he called it a terrorist organization, oh, but he pretty sake. much said it was like, you know, he did the like Candace Owens, it's a scandal, it's so, fake, it's a fraud." So MTG today, uh, along those lines, tweeted out. Uh, some bull. I don't even know. It's fuck off. You know what I mean? She was trying to equate the dude who accidentally uh, set the fire alarm uh, with the January 6th insurrectionist, oh, right? God. So I, and she said, like, she mentioned Antifa and BLM. And I replied to her and I said, I said, so for the last time, you fucking idiot. Antifa means anti fascism. Are you a fascist? Oh, wait. And she's like, "Yeah, I am. I am. You fucking idiot! You wanna Don't know you know my? You want to know my price? One million dollars, bitch! And I'm firm on that. What? Anyway. What, what is uh, MTG's dream? How, how does MTG's dream date with Trump end? Should be the and Designs. then some other dude is beating your ass from behind. Yeah. Wow, way off. Having sex with him? Oh, come on! Having sex with him? Moments passed. Well, Godspeed, Spider-Man. <laughs> um, so, uh, I can tell you right now that uh, if I'm really like reaching for like a thing, I'm probably wanting you to play the having sex with him drop at all times. Well, no, when I'm doing that, like, yeah, you know, kind of. Yeah. 
I know so, the audience can't see it, but I'm basically yeah, I know. Why are you doing I'm this? rubbing a giant testicle. All right. Uh, so moving on to MCU. Oh <laughs> fuck you! So, wow, another one. It almost sounded like. Uh, <laughs> Ew, fuck you! How many times a show do I say that? Exactly to me, like, directly. Exactly I'm, like that. Too. I'm always fuck like, fuck you. What? <laughs> fuck you. And then I say, Yippee ki yay, Mr. Falcon. <laughs> Mr. Falcon. Mr. Falcon. Why does he emphasize the first? Hey, Bruce Willis, who do you play? Who do you play on Smash Brothers? Yippee ki yay, Mr. Falcon. <laughs> All right. So here's another drop right from my mouth. Ah, it's the rumor mill. Oh, uh, what'd you think? Well, you went ahead and you got you got a little you got a little a cut there. <laughs> you accidentally you accidentally got a little cut there on your. Uh, on uh, your uh, finger from the buzz saw. Anyway, uh, buzz saw. All right, no more. Bits over. MCU, X Men. That is that is where we're at. There's been rumors from the rumor mills. Ow. Nice. <laughs> saying that uh, now that the strikes are over, that Marvel is actively pursuing uh, writers for the X Men. Hey, Feige, we're uh, we're available. I want to be very clear. Yeah. I don't know if it's true or not, but I thought it'd be an interesting topic of like. Is this the right time? First of all, why is it taking so long? Secondly, is Deadpool 3 going to be what we think it is, and it's going to be the, the launch pad into bringing the X-Men into the MCU? Probably. I'm and, guessing. It has to be, because it's a multiverse anyway, because it's a different Wolverine. And wouldn't, I mean, to be really brutally honest, I wouldn't, there's... Because if they're doing there, X-Men this early, few that's, what it think, that's what I think. Filmmakers slash producers slash actors... And in, in you know all three pe- people in all three of those categories, there's few that I would trust more than Ryan Reynolds to bring the X Men into the MCU. He has shown unequivocally that he has a love and understanding of this character. Nobody could do Deadpool like he does. And, and you know what else? Huh. That movie has a lot of pew pew quip pew pew quip. Anyway, uh, <laughs> you're just staring at me like you son. What? What would you say? Uh, it was all pew pew quips. No, and th- I think that's just an interesting approach to have Deadpool kind of being on the outskirts, towards the end of the Fox X Men stuff, but then being the thing that bridges the gap between them, which is kind of cool. Um, and that that's what if if this rumor is true, that's what that points to me. Because mm. why else? Because I, I mean. Fantastic Four is what twenty twenty five now. I think it got I delayed another no year. Or something like that. I have fucking no idea with these movies anymore. I'm excited but, for it, but but I I wouldn't be surprised if they were going to do that. It's also kind of in shock, shocking how long it's taken because they've had the IP for what since for two thousand for six years now since twenty seventeen. I think is when they got yeah. the Fox rights. So they've had it for a while, but. I'm glad that they took their time and tried to figure out a way to bring it Feige up. made it clear almost immediately after that deal went through. I don't know if you remember this. I don't think we talked about it because we haven't been doing it that long. Yeah. I don't know if we... We've kind of touched this topic before because we've talked about this and Fantastic but, Four as well. Right, but but it, it, was, it was very clear. He made it clear like, hey, X-Men, Fantastic Four... <laughs> Ain't coming anytime soon, okay? We are going to do this right. 
The X-Men stuff from Fox was mostly good. The Fantastic Four was mostly bad. <laughs> and we want to make sure that both of those IPs, when they we, when we integrate them into the MCU, that they are done correctly and with reverence, like all of our IPs in the MCU. He made that very clear. He's like, dude, I'm not even close to jumping on that. Wasn't he still... When did uh, Endgame come out? 2019. Dude, he was like right in the middle of all that shit. So he was like, no, we're not doing anything until at least after that. Yeah. And don't be in a hurry for it because you know what? If we hurry it up, it'll suck. Yeah. And I don't want it to suck. Again, I, I'm tired of seeing sucky X-Men movies. Again, this is coming from like a, you know, what if perspective of <laughs> like if this rumor is true. I don't necessarily think it is true. I still think no. we're a few years off before we get X-Men. You think? I really, I think it's really going to depend on Deadpool three, because I. Well, it feels like phase. Okay, so we're supposedly in phase five now, right? Because phase four ended with Wakanda Forever. Yes. Okay. Well, let me just say this, I, and and maybe again, I'm I'm having uh I'm having my perspective is skewed by looking back on it, and it's been so many years now. We're talking twelve years now of this stuff. But it seemed to me that there were better, there were quicker payoffs in the first three phases, right? Didn't it seem uh, like that? And maybe it's because of all the extra shows that there's more content no, that it that, feels I like that. I think that's the, the big problem. Is, is do you think if, is that why I feel like the payoffs are not coming fast uh, enough, dude? I think it's the same problem with Star Wars. And do you feel like? Hold that? on, sorry. I'm, 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 that's what I'm trying to say. It's the, the next the one TV already. TV shows are bogging the product down. Yeah, they kind of are. Because Wakanda Forever was I really liked. I really liked Loki season one. Apparently, IGN gave it a five out of ten. Uh, the first episode of season two, so that's not looking great. But I I'm gonna watch it either way. I yeah. Don't care. But yeah. again, actors can't promote shit. So I'm like, oh, that's coming out this week. Whoops. Guess we'll talk about it next week. But um, well, we don't do our show on Thursday, so fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. Nice, nice. But it's like, again, we've talk, we and we're not going to be the dead horse. You and I, our minds changed after the finale of Moon Knight. Miss Marvel was fine. Uh, Miss Marvel was fun, but <laughs> necessary? Eh. Not. It should have been more than six episodes. That's the big right. problem. But you, can't, you shouldn't force that into like uh, you know a certain number of episodes. And let me make this clear: <clears throat> um, when I say was it, it was fun, but was it necessary? I'm speaking simply for myself. Uh, I am aware of the fact, and I I love the fact that there are uh, people out there of Pakistan and uh, Afghanistan, um, um, you know, culture. That yeah. are like sweet. That was cool to see myself represented uh, in in popular media. For that reason, yes, I think it was necessary. But the story itself, you know, you know, yeah. it was necessary because I, I the I, what was it called, the Great uh, Schism? I think so. Yeah. But I don't think I knew anything about that. that. But that's not. A, that's another problem too, Tyler. Right. I can remember a lot of things from these MCU movies. Mm. I can't remember hardly anything from the show. Well, because there's so many of them. I've said it on the show already. In a perfect world, Endgame would have been it, and we would have just waited Rebooted. waited five or six, seven and years, over. and then just do a new one. Because you're going to do that anyway. And start with Spider-Man. <laughs> and the Fantastic Four, like the comics yeah. did. I Now, 
I, I think that you would have to do a whole new cast because I just we've already been so picky and choose like it, Patrick Stewart's not gonna do it. The man is getting up there in age. That was just a one time thing with uh, Doctor Strange. Yeah. Uh, James McAvoy maybe, but again, is it gonna be confusing? Because it's like, well. The Fox Universe did, was existing this whole time, but it was just in a different timeline. We just pulled that timeline. Well, it depends ours. on how they do it. And, I don't know. Yeah. We'll figure it out. I, I would say that if I were to bet... Feige, we're available. <laughs> the strike's over. We're, 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 we're not ready. scams. Uh, um, we're scabbing it up tonight. No, we're not. The strike's over. No, what? The writer strike's over. Scabbing it up. The actor's isn't over yet. Yeah. They're gonna cave too. They're gonna have to. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you can have all these writers, but who's gonna act? <laughs> I will. We'll have AI actors. Oh yeah, like that Toronto Blue Jays thing that you made out of AI. That also, was horrifying. Fun fact about that with the with the WGA strike. Um, remember five months ago they're like, "There's no way we can't eat. Our companies can't survive." So now, also, we saw Netflix is doing a price hike because of the writer's strike. Fuck you. I fucking hate Cap. Why the fuck do you I think I'm not so getting Netflix? I don't give a shit what's on Netflix. You fucking ruined it, Netflix. You fucking ruined it. I don't give a shit. I'm never going to watch anything unless you put it on a v- DVD and I can rent it somewhere or something. Well, I can, I can, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm really debating it now because I'm starting to think about they cancel their shows right when they get good so they don't have to pay their pe- those people. Yeah, I know. Fuck yeah. you. Where the fuck do you get your goddamn DVD you delivery service? You get off what, your fucking horse. Yeah. Why is it not working? Ew, fuck you. That's yeah. they get. Pretty much. Those dicks. But I'm excited if that is true because, uh, I, again, as someone who hasn't <laughs> been... Fuck you. As someone who hasn't been... Um, a big X Men fan. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I. Yeah, what's wrong with you? <laughs> I don't know. I just haven't found the right books. I don't know. Give me some X Men books to read. Maybe I can find them on Comics. Um, um, yeah, let me think about it. I think they have the Ultimate X Men on there. That's I was wrong. See, I never w- read that. I was wrong. Shit. That's that's Grant Morrison. I think that's fine. I never read any of that. El- no, Grant Morrison wrote the actual X Men, not Ultimate X Men. It wasn't. He, I said it was Whedon, but I don't think it was Whedon. Whedon didn't do Ultimate. No, Grant Morrison did have a stint writing the X Men, but it was not Ultimate X Men. Right. It was not in the Ultimate Good Universe. Job, well, no, it's just I, I, I largely frown on the Ultimates shit, except for like Miles well, Morales. Uh, everything with Spider Man sucked. <laughs> It was good Everything about it sucked, really. Yeah. I mean, it was basically like, how can we fuck this up? the The idea was. How uh, how can we make our uni- how can we reboot our universe without rebooting it? Like how can we take the Marvel universe and change it slightly, ever so slightly, so it's different, well, it's new but it's still familiar. Exactly right. That's DC's did it with those Earth One. Right, but Marvel was smart. They were like, "What if this really fucking blows? Let's let's go ahead and do this." But say it's a parallel, different Spider- universe. It's Peter Parker, but we'll it's a different Peter Parker. We'll keep all of the yeah. stuff this over here. This is 616. This yeah, is the this ultimate. This is still Steve Rogers' Captain America, but he's but he's the Red Skull's dad over here. Whoa. What? That, did, you read, did you read any of that stuff? The ultimate Captain America stuff? No. Yeah, he, he, he like somehow they made it so that he's Red Skull's dad. What? Yeah, I know. Fuck it- off. 
No, but DC was dumb about it. They were like, we're going to redo everything. And like, what if it sucks and, and you're fired, you know, and a couple uh, months later. We've had discussions about how the publisher about continuity. <laughs> a couple <laughs> months later, the publisher was like, this sucks. Why did we do this? Tyler. What about the guy who got fired that you fired that said to you, that what if this sucks? And you fired him. Oh, well, I don't care. I'm CEO of fucking Warner Brothers. I'm I'm just going to start. I'm a nut paper. job. What's this? Are we done? I fucking sing it. Now you, now you can talk, all right? I fucking sang it. I could sing it all over, all over it if I want. It's my song. So you went to Van Meter. Uh, that was I did. a visitor. What was it? A con? Mm-hmm. What I was did. It? Tell me what it was. Um, so the Van Meter. Me. I don't know why I went like classic radio. Like, let, let, tell, 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 tell me, me about. Tell bit. me a story. Tell me. Tell in our your, American stories. In your own words, <laughs> tell us. What was that I'm like? Lee Habib, and this is Our American Stories. stories. <laughs> we both worked at WHO. Um, <clears throat> so Van Meter is a town in Iowa, and um, uh, apparently back in the 1800s, this Carter and, I think Carter and John Ira Thomas, my brother Carter and John Ira Thomas from Candlelight Press, uh, been around more than a decade. Um, <laughs> over 10 years. Whoop, whoop. Um, but, I don't know why I did the juggalo thing. I'm yeah, sorry. We, we are. No, that's fine. I'm sure they appreciate it. Um, <laughs> no, but they, um, they. T- I think we talked about it at some point during this, and they told me like some stories, and I was just like, it just didn't click with me. It was like, I'm not really into cryptids like that. I know. I probably would have loved this. I love cryptids. I, there was a gigantic inflatable Mothman out front. Did I send you the picture of it? Yeah. We'll put that on the, uh, maybe on the thumbnail. No. Um, no, I gotta make an off panel off road. I gotta make a little bus and put off panel off road on it. I like it, man. I like it. Uh, but uh, you uh, had stuff going on, so I I went out there and uh, I sat and talked with uh, Carter and John Ira Thomas uh, for a while about um, the hour of the gun and uh, Tombstone and the similarities and differences between Wait, the two of them. So you didn't talk about anything to do with the thing that you were at. I think at one point we did, but aren't we called off panel off topic? I mean, all right, I'll play the clip, but mm-hmm. all right. So we're sitting with Carter Allen and John Thomas, John Ira Thomas of Candlelight Press at the uh, Van Meter Visitor Festival, and we're talking about a movie called Hour of the Gun with John. Yep. And uh, so you had something to say about Jason Robards. He's the scariest Doc Holliday, bar none. Okay. He absolutely. I mean, just for the terrifying aspect of it. The fair. I'll give you. I'll give you that in the respect that um, Val Kilmer's kind of dead-eyed, and Robards has more of a personality, if you yes. will. 
um, Val Kilmer's more like, check out this this hand- handkerchief. And uh, yeah. I'm your Huckleberry. You know? right. uh, but Robards is like, hey, listen, I'm going to make some jokes about your little election there on the way out of the courtroom where you almost got, you know, tried and convicted for murder yeah. of the Clantons. You well, know. And, and, and Robards, you can tell with the way Robards acts, that character wants to kill somebody. Yes. Yeah, the, the whole courtroom <laughs> scene where he's like, well, how many have you killed? And he's like, well, what's the point whether it was in war or not? Like, I mean, I've right. done it. Uh, like on the stand, yeah, it was because of a gambling debt. Really? Couldn't you? Wow, that's that's pretty crazy. Yeah, because he just seems so totally out of apps. I mean, he's just like, I know, yeah, I I don't nothing, care. nothing left to give you. I've been a dentist, man. What do you expect from me? <laughs> the old West. There's more. <laughs> there's more gold there in their pockets than in their teeth. Wow, that's dark. Um, so okay, so thank you, John and uh, Carter. We're at the Van Meter Visitor Festival. Yeah. So speaking of Jason Robards. Yes. And because we should be. Well, often. so in way of the gun, right? So yes. now I'm going to remember. Hour of the gun. Hour of the gun. Yeah. So in the day after. Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. Jason Robards. Yeah. Now, I, I think I mis- misidentifying, but he was or was not the guy that had the, the, the stocked farm. Yeah. They had the family, right? Yeah. And so, no, no, it wasn't Jason Robards. Oh, no, Jason, it was the guy from Northern Exposure that was the farmer. That's right. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. So he... Okay. He was the guy with the really hot young girlfriend? Yes. Yes. So he... There's been a lot he, of stuff uh, I've found. What's his name? We'll figure it out. He's a really great example of how, I think, people that do, like, prepping are, like... I, I always point to the example at the end of that movie the day after because he walks up to the drifters that are outside and they shoot him. And they take his stuff. Yeah. It's like, well, you just collected all your fabulous stuff in one place where they can find it. Yeah. So your little compound is going to last all of like two seconds the second somebody organized it. Well, anyway, that's why you have to have, that's why you have to have, you know, we're, we're, um, I love how this conversation is devolving into this topic. You have to have camouflage like you have to have it like underground somewhere right. and you have to have like the entrances and exits are like very well monitored with a camera of some sort you know hey thanks for thanks to ring if the uh, apocalypse happens but without the emp we can just use little rings little ring telephone little uh, doorbells on our entrances and exits to our apocalyptic compounds again the problem becomes that unless you're which is almost never gonna unless happen. you have a castle right you're you're doing but here's the problem. Now you're just describing Dungeons and Dragons modules. I know. Yeah, you know, and that's just, that's no Here's good. my pile of treasure. Here yeah. are my monsters. Here yeah. are my so sensors. Is, yeah, and yet, here come these jerks. Yeah. <laughs> well, that, and that's your party happens upon a tree stump that looks suspiciously fake. Yeah. What should you do? Well, ring the doorbell. It's, there's a doorbell right there. Are you yeah. kidding me, guys? There's a doorbell. Yeah, well, we thought the ring would just help. There was no EMP. Well, this one, we thought was the, this one part of the forest is very well kept. Yeah. Right. yeah. Like somebody mowed it. Like carpet? Yeah. Almost. The elves here, it's it's like Silicon Valley, this area of the woods, compared to the rest of the woods. Um, like, they have all the stuff, and the rest of them are just, like, you know, still wiping their butts with leaves and stuff. And the sushi costs too much. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. I would say that Sleeping in their cars. The, uh, the one thing I'll give Kirkman credit for... 
in terms of like the depiction of the zombie apocalypse is that there is a level of like you're gonna have to get some people that are gonna get together yeah and be unsavory because that's that's kind of how it's gonna be right? right well it's 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 the true test of survival of the fittest and there's a lot of jerks in this world who are just waiting for that moment to be like girl so and, you it's, know a, it. it's the dawn of the dead thing too yeah. I mean I mean oh, the, 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 biker the marauders are movie. obviously gonna go to malls right yes <laughs> you know. yeah well not anymore well that's true there's no malls we've, out, we've outlived that metaphor they're gonna go to the Amazon warehouse <laughs> that's a good one <laughs> every place I has one of those now really where you would recast dawn of the dead is an Amazon high warehouse road. at this point well we're gonna stop before we uh, give away our awesome idea for the remake oh of yeah, yeah. Of the dead. so uh, back to Jason Robards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So Yeah. So his. Because I, I was I, I was taken aback by how many things were uh, similar uh, in the respect. Okay, so first of all, um, uh, William. Uh, I can't remember his name. He was in. He was in uh, uh, Avatar. He's. Uh, uh, the he was in um, uh, Manhunter. He's the the, uh, the reporter. Peter, no, no, the reporter in Manhunter. He's been in. Oh, a ton- quick! Uh, yeah, Quidditch. Yeah, uh, William Goldsmith. No, 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 no. You're you're talking about. No, anyway. He, he's he's the reporter from Manhunter. He yeah. Oh 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 oh. He's been uh, in a ton of stuff. He's, he's a great actor. Yeah, he's in all he's in, like, he's in he's in a lot of Michael Mann movies. Yes. On. Yeah. Um, Stephen Lang. Stephen Lang. Lang. Okay, so yeah. Stephen Lang. Yeah, there it is. Uh, is he okay? So I looked up Tombstone because again I'm a big fan and I wanted to see some of the parallels. So Ike Clanton is played by Robert Henry in Hour of the Gun. Uh, who is a big actor at the time, I guess. I've never heard of him. But he's like the big leader and everything. And Stephen Lang, who is largely a side character and drunk all the time, is the guy who plays Ike Clanton in Tombstone. Yeah. So it's And there is no Johnny Ringo, as far as I can see. No. Um, but there's little parallels about... Uh, it's, it's just interesting to me how the two movies got a lot of things the same. Um, uh, example, walking down the uh, middle of to- uh, Tombstone with Murdered on the Streets of Tombstone by, you know, uh, Wyatt Earp or whatever. They had that too in this movie and everything. Just a lot of similarities, but also... For that for that time, uh, it was really well done. The shootout of the OK Corral. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, the director which starts the movie is kind of interesting. Well, too. yeah, the director of Hour of the Guns, John Sturgis, yes. did The Great Escape. Right. And he has a very low opinion of Wyatt Earp, <laughs> yes, and that comes through in Hour of yes, the Guns. Yes, it does. Because he basically sees it as a murder. Yeah. And so that's really where all your differences are coming from. And, is yeah. you're just taking a much darker view of the whole thing. Right. And a lot of a lot of courtroom. Uh, drama which is interesting but uh, the best part I, I, my favorite part I think is that the judge kind of becomes this kind of uh, comedic character almost because mm-hmm. like throughout the movie they just keep going back to the courtroom and the judge is like hey you know like the second time they're there he's like well you know you can tell when he's not happy about the verdict or he's excited about it and he's like well we just you just need more evidence dang it you know like <laughs> come back when you, you know it's like who is this guy and he's just he, he's been in a ton of stuff too he was uh, the dad in some sitcom somewhere, um, but I, I just thought it was funny that he just shows up every every once in a while. Like, well, nope, thanks. We'll see you next week when you got another murder. <laughs> 
God, you guys got to calm down. The F down, really bad. So. Well, that's, so. I, you know, one of the things in Hour of the Gun that I, one of the scenes I like the most is when he, when uh, uh, James Garner goes and gets Jason Robards from the asylum. Yeah. That's a pretty, that's, that's, a, that's a pretty grim talk they have. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah, that's, and, and Robards is, yeah, he's a lot more, uh, he's a lot more, he's a lot more well-rounded of character, which, Val Kilmer didn't do a bad job. No, no. He, but Robards did a better job. Yeah. It is really the way to put it. What Robart, were you saying? Robards made a person and Kilmer made an icon. Yes. Yes. What were you saying? Well, no, I used to say, I, I, I think if you're talking about into the, uh, you know, Doc Holiday verse, right? Yeah. <clears throat> you know, one of the people you have to bring into the conversation uh, is uh, <clears throat> Dennis Quaid. Is yeah. He played him in Wyatt Earp. Right, Wyatt Earp. Now, see, here's the thing. Which is so, a parallel production, interestingly enough, yeah. of Tombstone. Yeah. So you, you could have had, you had, um, he had the physicality of somebody who has tuberculosis. Yes. He, he lost so much weight, it almost killed him. Yeah. yeah. Dennis, yeah. However, so I think that in terms of like keeping score at home, <laughs> modern wider or uh, uh, Doc Holiday. So I think Kilmer gets the edge because of performance, charisma, right? But he does gets yeah. for committing to the role physically. Yeah. yeah. Um, and Robards just is stands uh, above well, all of them. You know, so if we're talking about like Frankensteining it together, right? So if you could have had Quaid's physicality and Kilmer's performance, you would have had Robards beat. Yes. Yes. Yes, you would. So it's kind of like. Uh, but the trick with Jason Robards is he's he's one of those actors that has automatic authenticity. Right. So if he shows up and he says, "I'm Wyatt," or you know, "I'm Doc Holliday." You go fine if he shows and says I'm from Mars. You're like fine. Let's roll with it. Sure, yeah. I mean, you're Jason <laughs> Robards. I believe anything, sir. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's um, it, it, there are interesting. I just thought it was interesting to see two movies that are basically based on the same thing mm -hmm. and all the similarities and whatnot that it, were about it. The other one you should watch yeah. is John Ford's take on it, My Darling Clementine. Okay. Yeah, I like I like me some John Ford. So let's turn it back before we go to the actual reason we're here. Oh yeah. Because <laughs> I could talk about Tombstone all day long. But so, um, what do you want on your Tombstone? What do you want <laughs> on your Tombstone? Pepperoni, please. Uh, no, not that Tombstone. So, the, the visitor, uh, is this the first time you guys have, have done this? No, this is our second year. Okay. And the second year for you, too? Yep. Yeah. So, what is, uh, what is, tell me about the story because I know there's a oh, story gosh. behind it. Well, it's, it's, there's a lot of, been a lot of cryptid sightings here in Van Meter. So, for your listeners at home, picture, if you will, early 1900s. Oh, my God. Van Meter Island. Yes. Late, late one fall evening. Somebody is drunk. Possibly. I don't know. Um, <laughs> there was a uh, large creature. Yes. That kind of a pterodactyl. I, I, I call him a trout-shouldered pterodactyl. Trout-shouldered. Like, yeah, trout-shouldered. Yeah, just kind of. Yeah, just kind of. Hey. Oh, Thank you. Oh, sticker break. Sweet. Sticker break. Where's the alien one? I'll give you a Bigfooter alien. Nice. Appreciate it. Thank you. Here, I'll let you have the Jesus. Oh, yeah, thank you. Well, fans of Bigfoot? Yeah, there you go. Oh, yeah, awesome. we're, we're big fans of Bigfoot over at Off Panel Off Topic. Okay, so 1900s. So there he is. There's the picture of Oh, nice, okay. 
So, um, so anyway, so so spooked some of the locals. Uh, Let's see what that they left that they have a cast of over there. Over here, yeah. see that. Take a picture. Somebody got a, a shot off. Hit it. Uh, it turns out that there was two creatures. Two. Yeah. And they skedaddled uh, into a local mine, and then that's where they've been ever since. Ever since. That's it. I mean, I mean, there's so. Second question: Do you believe in the Van Meter Visitor? I'm gonna and say not. No. Okay. You're not gonna say no. I'm not gonna say no. Okay. How about you, John? I think it believes in me. Nice. See, I love the non-committal answers that were also very uh, succinct and to the point. You know, I mean, I really know what I'm getting with. <laughs> well, no, I like them. Yeah. It's a good way to say no without saying no. I, I mean, I don't want to say no. <laughs> I'm not I, gonna say no. Because you know, that's what brings it back. Right. It believes. Yeah. Because right? Isn't that uh, how things, uh, how the old gods died out because nobody believed in them anymore? It's because I had bad PR. No kidding, man. Well, you know, look, when you're legends, yeah, they're just not that good anymore in the, in the lens of the modern age. All right, so this is Tyler signing off uh, with John Ira Thomas and Carter Allen at the Van Meter Visitor Festival and a uh, special bonus episode of Off Panel Off Topic. We'll check you guys later. Oh, I do too. I'm gonna have to listen to that again. <laughs> so that's it. That's it, man. Okay, no, Another episode in the sack. I seriously don't remember because what we did was we uh, <clears throat> we pasted it in. And I'm gonna have to listen to the episode again so I can remember what the interview was like. Because <laughs> I know we talked about um, a movies. Do you want to try and do a quick one, or do we want to just save it? Because we're at about an hour and a half. We're good. All right, yeah, we got a Fine, good I solid episode. Talk to you. Honestly, well, you know, it, let me just talk about one thing. It doesn't have to be a long box. I, I watched TMNT Mutant Mayhem. Yeah, loved it. I really, good, really like it. Good, good, And I got, I got a problem. What? Remember when it came out and there were all these adults talking about how unattractive April O'Neil was? She's a teenager. Yeah, about halfway through the movie, I'm watching this and and I'm like, I'm, I'm, it's not, it doesn't make that much of a difference to me. It's just really well animated and and it's real people and it's caricatures of real people. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's not real people. You know, it's animated, right? But then I start realizing that all these people were going crazy because this teenager wasn't attractive enough. Yeah. And then it just basically makes all of them real creepy, doesn't it? If you already didn't think they were creepy, now you do. That's all I wanted to say. But I really loved it. It was a great movie, and it was cool. Yeah, Ice Cube was good. What a review. (laughs) You're all pedos. I like this movie. (laughs) Oh, Pale Love Chopping with Jake and Tyler.